0: Campers and welcome to Camp cryptid I'm your host Lewis Stardust, joined by our host Erica. Fett.
1: What's up, you happy harpies?
0: Happy! Oh, I love a harpy. Oh. I I know. I was like, oh, that's a good one. Let's do we that. Should talk <laughs> about harpies. All right, next episode. No, <laughs> I do. I do love. And the thing is, like, also, um, not to talk about Yu Gi Oh when we started, but like, <laughs> the only thing I remember from Yu Gi Oh liking were the harpies, and they were so cool. And I think like them in general, they just look badass. Love i Love that! I love that. We love uh, we love us a harpy. <laughs> I know, I know. We do love a harpy. Um, well, this is what the 14th episode of Campers. Camp yeah.
1: Now? How crazy is that?
0: We're going through it fast already.
1: We're gonna be at um, 50 in like no
0: time. It's gonna be I crazy. Know. It's gonna be super crazy. We have to do something special for that. But today we are back, campers, with a campfire tales. This is like some of our favorite stuff to do. We're going to take our viewer submitted stories and read them to you. And yeah, we're going to gonna kind of go through your own spooky ghost stories.
1: Yeah. So if you are going through these and you're listening to these and you're like, oh, I had something similar happen to me. Definitely let us know. We want to hear everything from UFO sightings to, you know, if you find something cool on cryptids or if you yourself had like a ghostly encounter, whatever it is, if it's weird and creepy, send it to us. You can visit com to let your uh, give us your story and uh, we can't wait to hear from it.
0: Um, We're definitely always open for submissions. Um, You can also let us know maybe on Reddit or um, on our social media after these episodes. If you had an experience similar to this person's like, hey, I know what this is. Or maybe we'll tell you an odd story. And uh, maybe you're like also playing detective like we do. And you're like, I know what that is. Let us know because we want to hear that shit, too. Yeah, and also
1: another thing is, too, is is when we hear these stories, sometimes this is the first time we've ever heard of these places or um, strange things that you're, you're, you're telling us about. Uh, so if you have another story about anything that you hear, definitely let us know.
0: So our first campfire tale comes from Derek. Derek says, when I was 24, I bought my first house. The house is small but cozy. It has a two-bedroom, two-bath, and a loft. I found out it was built sometime in the 1930s. So one day I've fallen asleep on the couch after work, and at some point I woke up in the night. I sat up and read my eyes, so I assumed somebody was on their way to the bathroom. I went back to sleep not thinking much of it. One night I invited my brother to stay the night. He slept on the couch and ended up having the same experience. During breakfast, he decided to tell us about the experience he had. Then, one by one, everybody started telling a similar story that they had about a dark figure standing in the hallway entrance. We often hear things moving in the attic, but when I go to investigate, nothing has moved. I've heard boxes drop, but found none on the floor. I've heard marbles roll around it, but again, nothing. Whatever I'm dealing with has also been seen on the baby monitor in my daughter's room.
1: I have so many questions for Derek.
0: I do, too. Um, Knowing that his house was built in the 1930s uh, is interesting enough, right? And then... To not only so again he Derek tried to explain the situation by being like okay I was sleeping on the couch but I had a roommate and a partner at the time now other people are seeing it and you know I don't know how many people were living or staying there while um living there while his brother stayed there I don't know how many people were there but there's a chance that everybody at the table was probably like well that wasn't me I wasn't up at that time right you know what I right. mean. So, and then it comes back to, you know, we, we have this experience at Mansfield too, where it's like when everybody experiences something that makes it more real. Absolutely. To you. Absolutely. Yeah. I think with this too,
1: I, I'm wondering, you know, um, do you, do people feel like a negative energy or are people, you know, like, I feel like sometimes if you see something, you could either feel like normal about it and non-threatened, but I wonder if people feel like it's something like good or bad almost, you know? Yeah, And since it was built in the 1930s, that gives a lot of like room for history in a, something, you know, to happen in the in the house. So
0: I am interested, though, because he said it has been seen on the baby monitor, which is super. Yeah, freaky. Um, that would be my nightmare. I wonder, uh, Derek, my suggestion for you is to leave like a paranormal activity kind of situation where you leave your cameras up for one night and see if you capture anything. For sure. Cool. That's it. um. Yeah,
1: and when we is. took our our tour of uh, what's it called uh, Mansfield Reformatory, another thing that they said if you need to catch like any type of EVP, you can always use your phone, like the phone voice recording, mm-hmm. like the voice the voice memos option or app or whatever it is, um, and that mm-hmm. you know you can always leave that up and see if you catch anything too. So
0: yeah, I uh, I'm I can confirm that shit works. Yeah, it's wild. That shit works. This one is from my friend Chris. He sent this to us, so I'm excited to see what it's about. I love
1: it. So thanks so much, Chris, for sending this in. Uh, So this is from Chris, and here's the story. Chris says, My mom was downstairs getting breakfast ready for me and had just called me to wake me up. I was somewhere between five and seven years old, so I was sitting on the edge of my bed deciding what toy I wanted to bring down with me when a figure that I can only describe as a solid shadow leaned out of the doorframe and looked at me. I say looked, but but it had no face. I could see, but I sensed it was gazing. I don't know how much time has passed as I sat there frozen just looking back, but long enough for my mom to call up for me to hurry down. At the sound of her voice, it slowly slipped back into the frame. Time passed, and I kind of forgot it because no one believed me, and then it happened again, and what my memory says was about a month later. This, uh, this time, it not only waved at me, but put up a finger to its mouth to sh- me when uh, I opened my mouth to call for my mom, and then it beckoned me to it with a curl of its finger i still wonder what have happened Ugh. if i went to it but at that moment my mom started coming up the stairs and i watched it slide back into the frame for what would be the last time i saw it i remember it being uh i remember being more curious than uh, afraid and not sensing malice or anything like that but who knows
0: uh, anything sticks its finger at me and tries to make me go over i'm gonna fucking punch it in the face i mean he's he's a kid so i get it but oh my gosh like that's This is one of those things, too, where it's like
1: uh, they always say that kids experience a lot of different phenomena because they're they're just like more susceptible to it. It's interesting that Chris said that he didn't feel like uh, that there was any like malice or anything like that. So maybe it wasn't necessarily like something negative, but maybe like uh, maybe like a family member or, you know, who knows? I almost wonder if there's any like history to the house. Like, you know, if you could find out like what had happened there in the past to see if there's any like. You know, sadness resonating from prior events.
0: Yeah, that's like, and I wonder if anybody else had had that experience. I'm going to guess probably not based on the fact that Chris just mentioned himself. And that nobody
1: else believed him too. So, Yeah,
0: yeah, nobody else believed him. But it's like, when, again, I always say this, when you could physically picture something so well in your head, like till this day from since you were a child and everything else. And like you mentioned, like children do see a lot more activity. Um, I always said if I have a kid and they're like, mom, there's a ghost. I'm fucking leaving. And I know it's not that easy because houses are expensive and so is yeah. moving. But every time you watch a horror movie where something that happens, you're like, you get the fuck out the yeah. house. Exactly. Just leave. I mean, exactly. But then
1: it's like, oh, then you got to realize it's it's pretty hard for people to just get up and move just because of...
0: Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, reality sets in. Just Guess we're ghost.
1: dealing with the ghosts for the rest of our life. Like, <laughs> No, I think it's good, though, that he didn't feel any type of like scary like presence or anything like that. Because then I would have said maybe, no, like, if you went with it for sure, you were probably going to, like, hell or something.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, if it's literally asking you to come that way, like... I mean, but yo, what... I wonder, what if
1: I the best best case scenario, it was, like, going to be your best friend? You know what I mean? Like, that'd be sick.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's a movie like that, right, where it's, like, a little girl in the attic and it's, like, a it's like a Robert De Niro movie or something, right? Uh, I think so. It might be this one. I think it's Hide and Seek. I don't know if that's right. Uh, basically, she becomes friends, like, with her imaginary friend. But I think, if I'm not mistaken, it was a ghost. I can't remember if that's true or not, but if that's what it kind of reminds me of, that situation where it's like, maybe you could just be friends with a ghost. Very Hill House. Hill House yeah. had that. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know? But I do agree. I wonder what would have happened if you went to, but I'm glad you didn't, because maybe some crazy shit would have happened. Yeah. Uh, no mysteries, man. Uh, this one comes from Forrest York, and uh, Forrest says, hey guys, I've got a fun story about my state good old kansas i remember what <laughs> i remember when i was in fifth grade my girlfriend and i went on a ghost tour of a trolley in kansas for my birthday first off who has a girlfriend in fifth grade <laughs> my mom wouldn't my mom would not let me date Ooh. period grade, how old
1: were we in fifth grade i mean good for you for us for pulling the ladies
0: you know you baller yeah yeah but it wasn't me <laughs> anyways uh He says, we were driving around looking at all the houses when all of a sudden we drove past the Sally house. If you don't know the Sally house, it's an old doctor's house. Uh, There was a mother who brought in her very, very sick daughter to this man's house. And the doctor started cutting her open before the anesthesia took effect. Ew. She ended up dying. And people say that you can actually see her if you spend the night at the house, which you can do. yeah yeah look at the sally house anyways we drove past this house and i swear i saw something fall off the roof it was a light blue color and looked sort of humanoid it fell backwards straight on the ground flipped over and was kind of all on all fours like a spider get the fuck out Ew. (laughs) yeah i was about to say something and my girlfriend said did you see that and ever since then i can 100 can't doubt that ghost i'm sorry Ever since then, I 100% can't doubt that ghosts, no matter what I get told, are real. Uh, what do you guys I think? I think that's insane, like crazy. If I saw
1: something basically get into the spider form, like the movie Exorcist, i lose my shit. i lose my shit.
0: Yeah. Um, so the Sally House, I looked it up right now, it's in Atchison, Atchison Kansas. Um And you are able to do there and like sleepovers there. It says you can stay overnight. Um, It's there is a waiver required to stay there due to the potential uh, for personal injury, though. No serious injuries have been reported there since 1993, I guess, maybe because it's old and um, nobody lives there either. But you can also do daytime visits. Okay. And yeah, so that is oh paranormal investigators. That's a thing. So, and there's also a documentary on the website if you want to check it out. Oh,
1: so we'll have to link that documentary uh, from the Sally House website into our Reddit, so.
0: Well, yeah, so the thing is, like, there's a website for Visit Addison, like, the county, and, like, it says, like, explore and plan, so it's things like museums and stuff, but they literally have a tab, like, a tab that says haunted, and then you click that, and, like, the Sally House comes up the trolley, like, all these things on here. So, I love that they're immediately, like, we have a haunted city, come see our shit in Kansas. yeah. Yeah. Get that
1: get that yeah, tourist so. money.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting one that I think we'll definitely have to look into. That's why we love these stories too, because it gives us something to to look into that maybe we yeah. Because I'd before.
1: never heard of the Sally House before this, so now we potentially no, have somewhere wanna, we can well, go.
0: Yes, yeah, that's a very. Um, Very, very sad story. Uh, Well, we have one more story, which I specifically picked out for Erica, because I think this is really interesting. This one's from Steph, if you want to take the lead on that. yes.
1: So this next story comes from Steph, and she says, "Uh, I wanted to share with you my personal paranormal stories. As a very young child, my family and I were paranormal investigators and Bigfoot hunters. Being that I was a child, my parents used me for a lot of communication with spirits since they are more responsive to children. Our house was very active uh, with spirits. My dad had the ability to see them with the naked eye and would see an elderly woman in white going to and from my bedroom as well as a little boy at the top of the stairs. My mother tended to hear their party music blurring downstairs. Our first black cat died in the basement and his spirit lingered in the home. One hallway in particular was very active, so one night they put me in the dark hallway with a recorder and we were filming. I had to ask a question and wait for a response. When we played back the video, we saw lots of orbs and heard a man yelling, telling us to get out. Sadly, I, I lacked the ability to see the spirits. When we were forced to move out of the house, the spirits got very pissed off and started banging on the walls and throwing boxes. They were particularly nasty to our realtor. My last night in the house, I was at the top of the stairs, and our deceased black cat circled around my feet. That was my first and last time seeing his spirit. We were also Bigfoot hunters and explorers. We were part of the Pennsylvania Bigfoot Society, and I was this youngest member as I was only seven or eight years old. We mostly traveled to New York to hunt, though we didn't get to meet Bigfoot during our time as hunters. Many years later, uh, many years later as my dad was traveling down to Florida, he saw Bigfoot walking along the edge of the woods of the highway. That
0: is awesome. To have a family just all about that. Love that stuff. I love that. What we did mention earlier is that it is more common for children to kind of have these experiences with ghosts and Uh, spirits. And I think that was kind of proved right here in this email. I don't think we've seen anything like this in our emails period. And so uh, I thought it was really interesting, especially because, you know, she does mention her family being Bigfoot hunters, which is so specific and different. And I really thought Erica would get a kick out of this. So uh, we would love to hear if you have any more stories about Bigfoot or just some of your experiences. If you'd love to share them with us, we'd love to hear it. Amazing. I know there's just so
1: much to take in with that, you know, um, the fact that you, you know, you had a a cat that was staying there, you know, the fact that, you know, you, you are basically paranormal experts, I'd say, you know, doing these, you know, EVP readings in your homes and stuff. Um, but also the fact your dad probably saw a skunk ape, which is so, so, so cool, honestly. Um. Especially because a lot of people who aren't uh, familiar with Bigfoot, uh, there are a lot of sightings of him uh, in Florida. So especially with the Everglades, uh, it is a heavily uh, wooded region. So that's pretty, pretty wonderful. But uh, love hearing this story that was so, so good. I, d- I just would hope that you get like little yes. Bigfoot uh, hunter, um, like Bigfoot Pennsylvania, like cards that says you're a member.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that sounds super cool. I haven't seen, like, any groups like that. Like, I mostly see ghost hunting stuff, but, like, I haven't heard about big groups that do Bigfoot. Maybe you yeah. have. I don't know, but that's I a, had a, a, a group cool of thing. people who do uh, a couple Bigfoot
1: that. podcasts. They were heading out to the Bluff Creek site where the original uh, Patterson Gimlin film of Patty was filmed. But they were like, yeah, it's, like, a seven-day thing, and, well, we don't have cell phone service, like, three-fourths of the time. I'm like, oh, honey, I got to work, like, every day. <laughs> I would love to, though. Yeah. I would love to go, but, yeah. I had
0: that Wi-Fi. <laughs> we actually got through this one pretty fast, so I think we will have time to do one more. So let me pull up one right now. All right, so this last, uh, <laughs> this last story comes from Johnny Bravo. Love that. Which, if that is your real name, that is an awesome name. Yeah, pretty mama. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: so stupid. He says
0: um, that he was listening to the story of when I believe you were in the Scotland um, Airbnb or yeah. wherever you were staying there. And um, this reminded him of something that he wanted to share. So, uh, Johnny says, I used to live with my aunt and uncle and cousins. They were very Christian. My uncle is the pastor of a church and my aunt lives like a very typical strong Christian woman. Uh, thinks that like metal is bad and essentially that, you know, Lowe's on t-shirts can be demonic icons for reference. Yeah. Sometimes I would sleep with my door open and I would be able to see the hallway and the bathroom from right in front of my room. One day, my door was closed, and sometime around 3 or 4 a.m. I woke up. My bed was on the opposite corner of the room, and I was laying on my side facing the door. After several seconds, I seemed to notice that the door was propped slightly with someone peering in. I thought, oh, my aunt is looking in the room again. Uh, I I didn't look directly at her because she wouldn't stand there long, just peek in. But after some time, this figure was not moving. I still did not look directly at my open door, but I could see it in my peripheral vision, and I could feel in my bones that there was a tall, dark, black figure standing in the doorway i felt the glare on me i didn't want to look and i started to turn away to lay on my back i felt frozen this figure was frozen in my doorway and i remember seeing the hallway and bathroom doorway uh in front of me i remember seeing the hallway and bathroom door in front of the room that's how i remember my door was open after i left it closed i saw almost a flash of light not like a camera flash it was blinding more like a jolt of white light and i noticed my room didn't It was more like a jolt of white light, and I noticed my room dimly lit from the sunrise through the window. I look over, and my door is closed again. Uh, So basically, it sounds like he closed his door at night, could see something in the hallway, but knows that, like, he intentionally closed the door, and nobody like, other than his aunt, nobody else would be standing there. And then there was this bright flash of light. Uh, The next day, he talked to his aunt about it, thinking maybe they would know if it's a common thing or something to help. And she basically replied that he might be lighting some kind of darkness in (laughs) uh so yeah there wasn't really like a logical explanation for it for what it seems um at this time he was 18 so he was not super young and he could still physically picture it so well that he can draw a picture of it the placement of the room and how his door was only slightly open so uh that is a crazy story I strongly believe again that when you can physically picture something that strong, that that has to be true. Like, what else could it be? Yeah. Uh, it does suck that you know it went immediately to the the very religious route of maybe you're <laughs> doing something. But <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, Johnny Bravo, why are you over there messing with demons? God.
0: Oh yeah, all your heavy metal and your demon wearing shirts, playing that Halo, moment. and you know yeah um, um i wonder if you've ever seen something like that again though that's pretty interesting yeah i yeah that's
1: another question too i i if johnny if you're listening if you um have you ever experienced anything like that again you know and have you been in that house since or you know
0: yeah i would love to hear that
1: there is uh do you remember that movie where they're like religious people but they like a turn to to the devil and um Thing is on Shutter. They turn to the devil and do a uh, like a basically a sacrifice of a pregnant woman.
0: Everything, uh, anything for Jackson. Oh, that's what Jacob. <laughs> we were right with the anything. J. <laughs> well, because there's a Jacob's wife oh, movie yeah, that yeah, looks yeah, really yeah. good on yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, anything for Jackson. I haven't seen it. That one looks really. Honestly, good. Honestly, I yeah. really
1: enjoyed that. Uh, it's it's uh the the yeah the brief gist of it is that it's this uh elderly couple. They um kidnap a pregnant woman and they're you know an elderly cute little elderly but they're performing these this huge uh, satanic demonic ritual to bring back their grandson yeah, yeah they
0: basically do like a reverse exorcism and put the baby into this Woman. woman's yeah. body but it's yeah. good if you haven't checked it out
1: shutter it's a you know it's a good enjoyable flick to watch but
0: that that's what reminds me of that but yeah that's pretty yeah. wild have you have you watched anything else recently on shutter oh. or any other good like horror films or anything you know, I finished
1: Archive 81 on Netflix, and I oh, I again. really enjoyed that. I, I I thought it was really, really good, um, and I love the story. I thought it was just a very unique story. Um, but that that and, uh, you know, unfortunately, I've been watching Love Island, too. So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> not scary, but, you know, you had shown it to me while you were here, and we were just putting it on while we were doing stuff. And um, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just sitting here editing. I'm going to put it on in the background, and then I got sucked in again. So <laughs>
0: It's a horror story in itself. It, it with, honestly with,
1: is. Because I'm like, you know, I'm so thankful. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to resort to online reality shows to, to date. So, uh,
0: But, man, if there was something like A Rock of Love where it wasn't, you know, Brett Oh, Michaels, bitch, I would totally be I, in that shit. <laughs> I would be on that shit. I would be ready. It seems hysterical to me, and I love it. I that. know, because you were here, too, and you were, You were watching that. And I was like, oh, my God, I yep. forgot
1: how good that was. But, yeah.
0: That is my trash reality TV, and it's I will so take it forever. It's so good to this day. So good. I need, like, a – you know how there's, like – we get paranormal TV shows, right? And then we get, like, the dating aspect of a bunch of people living in-house. I want a ghost hunting show where a bunch of ghost hunters, not full teams, like, individual ones, stay in a haunted home for, like, X amount of time, and they have to see, like – I don't know, like, a competition kind of show with ghost hunting. Yeah, yeah. And they could do things like cryptids, and they could do lore, and they could do, like, little games. Yeah. And make it really, like – cheesy that's yeah what well I they want could do see. like cute
1: little segments where they're like okay what's the history of this place now i want you to do like a cute presentation yeah. of something like an interpretive dance and like so. trivia yeah. And, like, all, stuff. all yeah. right there we go. see that's we what... need to be in hollywood right now we got we someone give we us got money it. let's make it
0: yeah <laughs> it could also be a dating show you know oh yeah bring singles on there yeah We're here for it
1: we're here for it. i know that we're supposed to do, Just put a hot tub um, in the middle of it it's fine
0: they were supposed to take haunted houses and flip them oh i don't know if that show ever came to be oh but I think they wanted to call it something back, like murder house flip, which is well, like the It's worst almost name. like it, to me, you,
1: you might as well not flip it unless you're literally making it look more haunted, in my opinion. Because like yeah. uh, like uh, on Realtor, I know they were selling the house that The Conjuring movie is based off of in Connecticut, I think. Mm. And it's like that thing could be a beautiful home if they just renovated it and put all this money into it. But it's like, no, they're trying to sell people on this overnight experience. So
0: it's like make it look creepier. The creepier, the better. I'm about to, I'm moving to Connecticut. Well, let me go buy this $1.2 million home. I mean, it's beautiful. Oh, it's actually beautiful. Yeah, it is. Wow. It is. It's beautiful. The bookcases. Okay, we'll have wow. to, we'll post
1: the the link of this um, beautiful conjuring <laughs> home in our subreddit. So you can all check it out. But yeah, but you can see they're going for the aesthetic of creepy, not cute, yeah, which is cool because it, it adds to the experience, I think, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah I love that I just want to say thanks so much we we so like appreciate so much everybody sending in messages to us and you know giving us your stories it's been so much fun to read and I was really excited for Steph to send in the one about Bigfoot because we have some exciting news about next week's episode it's all about Bigfoot Um, I will preface this by saying that I don't think that I'll be able to figure um, and put all of our Information on Bigfoot into one episode, but this will be part one of our fun little Bigfoot
0: episode, and I'm super excited for next week for it. Yeah, I feel like everybody, you know, we we went with the name Camp Crypted because we love cryptids, right? But we haven't done too many cryptid-centric episodes, so I think we really want to focus on uh, maybe maybe the whole month of March will just be. Cryptids. yeah because i want to talk about you know mothman we got the jersey devil we could just do like a a big focus and maybe we'll throw in an episode of something else so people don't get bored of cryptids but
1: yeah i think too uh we had discussed maybe like leprechauns and fairies yeah, and so stuff like folklore for, uh, and mytholo- yeah, mythology mythology yeah, kind of stuff i think that.
0: that's really great for us and that um would be something maybe you guys want to see so uh if you haven't already uh what was i gonna say here my brain is not working If you have suggestions on cryptids that you'd like to see us uh, talk about, you can go over to our contact section on our website. And also, since we are going to be talking about these cryptids, uh, if you have a Bigfoot experience or a Mothman or a Jersey Devil or any other local cryptid story experience that you've had... Please submit them over on our website, campcryptedpodcast.com. There's a contact section on there for you to submit a form. This way we can include them with all of our episodes. I think it'll be a good little addition for people who've had that experience because we do our own research. We found stories from other people. But if we have a viewer listening, we would love to hear your story about that. And don't forget, you can also post all of your stories and weird findings on our Reddit.
1: Uh, you can just search Camp Cryptid Podcast on there. We have a cute little subreddit that we post on almost daily. And then also, until next time, we're Camp Counselors signing off.